Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We've we've talked about that newsroom we've been in since the inception of CBS Sports Radio and how much of a, a dump that it is. And it's a depressing place. So I'm happy to be out of there. We don't have as much privacy as we used to, but uh, I'm happy to be out of there. Who needs privacy these days? On the plane, at the park, wherever. You don't need any of that stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, so today's an important day for us because it could shape how our weekend's going to go next weekend. Mm. We've got Steven Espinosa, who's the head of Showtime Sports, joining us in studio in our third hour today, starting at 825 Eastern time. Brian has a gift for the man. You'll find out what that is. We tag team Steven Espinosa. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Don't tag team your ass. That's what we're, that's Don't what we're, show up. That's what we're going to do. He just warned it. So we're going to try to do everything in our power to get a trip out to Mayweather and McGregor. Ain't nothing like a free trip, dog. Yeah, I know. And especially to Vegas because you're going to need some coins. So no shame whatsoever None. in no. this. We're going to strip ourselves of every mm. bit of pride that we have. Uh, literally. Yep. Yeah. And we're going to throw it all at Steven Espinosa. Yeah. The collegiate Brian, the ghetto Brian. Oh, yeah. All that. Happy Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Happy. Curmudgeon Greg. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Curmudgeon Greg? No, no, no. Happy engaging. Oh. Right. Okay. That's that, right. That's what I'm going to have to yeah. throw at him. I can't be curmudgeonly no, around Espinosa. He doesn't want to hang out with that guy. Oh, yeah. We'd be done. <laughs> True. He'd, he'd end the interview. I'm out of here. Yeah, that's right. Well, I can't wait to see his reaction to your gift because that's going to be the thing that puts it over the top. You think? I, I think so. I yeah. hope he appreciates it. Oh, I'm you sure. Know, some people, you know, you get to a certain status, and he's one of those big wigs. He wanted the big suits. You, you can't appreciate. Oh, just throw your little, gift in the garbage when yeah, he walks out yeah, the door? Like, you, you might be right about that. You me? You might and be right about so that. So we, we were leaving, and I see it in the garbage. I'm going to find it and go hit him with it. <laughs> you just waking up, dog. <laughs> All right, let's talk some preseason football from yeah! last night. Woo! You had the Buccaneers and the Jaguars last night, and Blake Bortles had a terrible year last year. He was just pathetic. There was so much hype going into the Jaguars last season as being that team that could take the next step, everybody loved the offense. Alan Hearns, Alan Robinson, Blake Bortles had a good year the prior year. They were going to be this young group that was going to take the NFL by storm. They were the trendy pick. Blake Bortles was bad. He racked up numbers in garbage time. If you had him in fantasy football, he would be terrible in the first half, terrible for three quarters, and then he'd salvage you something in the fourth quarter because the team was getting blown out. So Doug Marone is... The head coach there in Jacksonville after uh, being the interim, and now he's the full-time head coach. And they didn't do much in the offseason when it came to improving the quarterback position. So they bring back Blake Bortles. Mm -hmm. Chad Henney is still there. And Blake Bortles, shockingly enough, still sucks. And he was on display last night sucking. And a couple of throws that were just atrocious. Now, I know that it is tough to judge when you see a ball land in the middle of nowhere because you'll say, well, maybe the receiver didn't run the right route, maybe the ball was tipped, or maybe it was a quarterback sucking. But if you listen to Doug Marone after the game, 
and the, it was the quarterback sucking. Right, so it's an open competition now. Bortles was terrible. There's two specific throws. If you haven't seen, it's all over Twitter. Where I mean, he is. He must the be seeing. Slipped, he must be Come seeing on. ghosts because it's nowhere near his receivers. And the Jaguars are now in a tough position because they don't have any good quarterbacks. Wow, man, follow that up. Chad Henney is going to be the man. He's the one that looked the most comfortable. Once again, preseason, rudimentary defenses. And you're talking about a guy now going to his third year into this league. He's seen these bland defenses. He should be able to read the complicated defenses at this point. The top pick in the draft, you've got to progress. And I say that also knowing it is so difficult at this level. I don't care if you are a top draft pick or you're the last draft pick. It is difficult to play at this level. Some are going to show that they have it. Others are going to display uh, a, a, something far as far from being a number one quarterback in the league as anything. So uh, I am shocked that he hasn't picked up the pieces from a season that was a regression a year ago and now going up against these bland defenses, not showcasing anything that appears to be uh, a, a superstar quarterback in the making. So Chad Henning definitely looked uh, the best. He's been in his league a long time. He's been a perennial backup, but that's a damn good job. <laughs> Great work if you can find it. And he looked so much more comfortable. He had two touchdown passes dropped. Yeah. Perfect passes. And the catch just dropped him. Yeah, and Chad Henney is not someone who is going to get you the postseason, but right now he's better than Blake Bortles. And he is just all sorts of messed up Bortles. He came into the league with Ben Roethlisberger comparisons everywhere. He was good early on. There was some mechanical issues that people thought would be easily worked out. And now he's just gotten to the point where he's totally lost. And and this this happens with guys where all of a sudden they just can't do it anymore. And I, I don't know what happened to Blake Bortles. I don't know if he wasn't any good to begin with and he just fooled us. I don't know if it's in his head. I don't know if physically he's not right. I don't know what it is, but at this point it doesn't matter what it is because it's been going on for too long for him to just have this starting job. Well, two years ago he, he showed us that he could play in this league. He had the 36 touchdowns. You think he was one behind Brady. Uh, so I don't know what has happened. Maybe he's got the yips all of a sudden. Yeah, We've seen that in other sports, and, and maybe that's going on here. The turnover in the coaching staff. Maybe he, he hasn't connected with the, the new scheme. I have no idea, but you would – Still think going up against those bland defenses, seeing as much football as he has over the last couple of years, that he'd figure it out and be able to at least be an accurate passer. Yeah, there. And if you think about last year, let's say probably, I don't know, week 13, 14, around there, and we had a good snapshot of what the NFL was in 2016, and you told me you could pick one of these three guys to start on Sunday for your team. Blake Bortles, Chad Henney, or Colin Kaepernick? I would pick Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because I've been on the side of this guy should have a job. I'm saying that pure honesty. Mm-hmm. And I think even when I've played, I know fantasy football, real football, two different things. I totally get it. All right. But I think I even had that choice at one point when I could choose in our fan duel leagues. Colin Kaepernick or Blake Bortles, and I would always take Colin Kaepernick yeah. if I was looking for a cheap quarterback. So we know it's not going to happen because this guy's not going to get a job, but 
Isn't this the another exact situation where you're thinking, we need a shot in the arm? We need something. Mm -hmm. We've got this whole team here that we've been building up. We spent a crap ton of money on the defense in the offseason. We've got weapons galore. We drafted Leonard Fournette. When this guy gets healthy, he's going to come back, and things are going to be great. All of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And we don't have a quarterback, and you won't even give someone who went to the Super Bowl a shot because he took a knee. Hell, I would sign Louis Farrakhan if I knew he could play quarterback better than Blake Bortles. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care at this point. What do you want want to do? Do you want to win? Do you want to be a a loser each and every year? So, uh, of course, if I had to be a a, a participant in that draft, you just post, yes, I'm taking Kaepernick, and Henny would be second, and and Cutler would be last. So uh, And and Bortles would be last. He's on that list as well. So uh, this is a, a no-brainer. They need to upgrade the offense. They have a mass talent at each and every position except the quarterback position. You have to figure that out. What's those saying? If you know what you have, you don't have much. Well, uh, they know what they have in, in Bortles, and it's not much at this point. Did you see the latest Jason Whitlock piece with Colin Kaepernick that I believe ended up in the Wall Street Journal? Did you see this one? I did not. Well, Will it make my blood boil? <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, one of the points he made was Kaepernick mixed race mm-hmm. and was adopted by a white family so it's an odd thing that he would have the stances why is that odd what that does that have had. to do with anything i don't know but that was his take wow so i want so, you to read so when it. they pulled me over I'm like well, you know you might be from a mixed race family <laughs> i'm gonna leave you alone <laughs> yeah well well not only that it's just the the whole thing of i mean do you do you have to have a an experience that fits the mold right. to be able That's the to problem protest yeah. injustice. I don't know. But uh, you should read the article he's yourself. He's very dismissive. He's dismissive of LeBron James when we were talking about the vandalism to his his home out in California as if LeBron James has always been king of the basketball world and doesn't have experiences that can lend some, lend some credence to this particular issue. Uh, that's why... I, that's why he bothered me. He's dismissive of every damn thing. What went on there in Missouri? Look at Missouri now. That University of Missouri, they are struggling. Uh, Dennis Dodd shared with us on the show how uh, the problems they're having fiscally. They got six or seven dorms that are just completely empty. Enrollment has plunged uh, there. They had so, to move their radio newsroom. Yeah. <laughs> to make room for salespeople. They're all in cubicles. Yeah, that's right. It's well, that just shows you the importance of us, right? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no. But I'm telling no. you, man, the, the glass is always. Half full. That's new fertile ground for me. Oh, of course. Of course it is. I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, Let's listen to Doug Marone uh, after the game last night, how unhappy he is with the quarterback position. I met with both quarterbacks afterwards. Uh, I told them what I'm looking for is I'm looking for someone that's going to lead this offense. So uh, I'm not uh, happy with the performance today. I'm not going to sit here and and, uh, BS anyone. I mean, everyone saw it out there. Uh, whatever you want to call it, I'm still trying to evaluate who the best person is at that position. I told that to uh, both quarterbacks. Wow. I mean, that's groundbreaking stuff, Doug. So you need someone to lead the offense at the quarterback <laughs> position? That's what you told them? Well, what, what what made you wait so long to let them know about that? Maybe they didn't know. That's why they've been playing so bad. Well, that's, oh, you should gosh. automatically know that. And I don't, I don't know if Coach Marone has just been sitting back and observing and, and not having much to say and wanting to give them a couple of preseason games. Uh, but he, he's definitely at his wits' end as far as the play at that position. He can't be as upset with his backup quarterback, Henny, as he is with 
Bortles, and he I, be, I believe that he's trying to send a message to Bortles because Henny would have been the starter if they, they wanted him to be, but Bortles is the guy right now because of all the money that they have invested in him, but he's sending a message to, to that guy. He's not necessarily talking to Henny. Henny's just there uh, to be a part of the meeting, but this is about Blake Bortles and his future as a Jacksonville Jaguar or even his future as an NFL player. He's well, got to get with it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people at the end of last year were thinking, oh, the Jaguars are probably going to do something at that quarterback position. They're going to look into some of the free agents that are available. They're going to look soon, at some of the G. guys. And too the, soon. This guy's going to his third year. It's, to, but it's not. Fourth year. With the league. way that he played last year, it's not. And, and you're seeing it right now. Now, does he wake up all of a sudden and turn into the player that we saw early on? In his career a couple of years ago, I mean, I guess it's a possibility, and that's why he's still there. Because Chad Henney, I think that anybody who's in the Jaguars organization say we know exactly what Chad Henney is going to be. Mm-hmm. The worst of Chad Henney, the best of Chad Henney, the down-the-middle Chad Henney, we got that. But Bortles, there's still a little potential in there. Like they did with uh, Blaine Gabbard. And there's, <laughs> but I don't think there is. I don't think there's anything left in this guy because he's that bad. I mean, to be that bad... In a, the the season last year, throughout to never improve, week in, week out, bad defensive matchups. I remember looking at Bortles every week. This is the week that that Jacksonville offense is going to wake up. It never happened, never <laughs> happened. And then to bring we were him trying to wake up watching him, and then to bring him back this year, and for him to be that bad tells me all I need to know about the guy. He's lost. He's shot. Well, he's got the Done. yips. But what the we yips. witnessed when we he hit thirty six touchdowns. 14, 16 interceptions, that was a good football player. Has he forgotten how to play? Yes. He's forgotten how to play the game. Clearly. Something's in his head. He hasn't forgotten how to play. Well, he just can't. He just, if it just, is a mental thing, misfire. if it is a mental thing, then then that, that I think is even worse because you had an entire offseason to try to fix it, to do everything you could to get your confidence Sometimes back. Sometimes it takes a little longer to fix crazy, man. <laughs> I'm not saying he's crazy. I'm just saying other it people like It doesn't seem like a crazy no. person. Oh. Yeah. The yips. Jay Cutler debuted last night. Oh, wow. Looked okay, I yeah. guess. Not really all that exciting, Jay Cutler, to me. Showed off that arm, threw some darts, yeah. then he threw some duds. You think Tony Romo was watching Jay Cutler going, oh, I could do that too. The difference is when Jay Cutler got smashed by that Ravens defender, mm-hmm. he landed on top of Cutler. He didn't die. He didn't, exactly. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> yeah. Chest didn't cave in. <laughs> Puncture's heart. That's the difference. So Romo's not thinking that. Right. He's watching that hit and he's like, yeah, I'm in the right place. His bones didn't uh, grind oh, into God. dust <laughs> upon exactly. contact. If they were in a sausage grinder, that was a wicked hit. So, <laughs> and he got up from that and they, they immediately took him out. So I guess he's doing all right and that conditioning is, is uh, getting where it needs to be. You want to join the show? The number remains the same. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. As we talk some NFL this morning, a big holdout for the Rams that could change their entire season and a Brad Heller R&B update. Coming up next. Give us a call right now. 855-212-4CBS. Hello. Our update anchor for the week. What's going on? It's hello, been a hello. struggle to get here, hasn't it? <laughs> I thought about what you said yesterday. No, no, no. Wow. I right thought off about, the bat. Yeah. Just negative. I, th- I thought about, Gio, what you were saying yesterday, how you get to Friday and it's just like you're so exhausted by that point. Yeah. Because I was of the opposite. Like, just get me to Friday and I'm fine. But now, like, 
Yeah. You're working off of fumes, man. I mean, it at is. least you weren't doing uh, some philanthropic work in Austin like Brian was. I know. So. You've been, yeah. So don't complain. I mean, this guy's been a top golf <laughs> been drinking, helping out the kids. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> One <laughs> drink per kid. It's all about the kids, man. All about the kids. There's like, a lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had it easy doing That's a true. couple of. Yeah, hella. That's true. Hella, hella. Uh, Negative we, ad. <laughs> First thing he says, it's been a struggle to get here. Uh, we can't help it. We love all our update anchors that join the show uh, during the bogish vacations. We love bogish the most, of course, but when fill-in guys come in, we like yeah. to get to know them. Right. And Brad, what we've learned about Brad this week is he's a miserable son of a bitch. <laughs> and also... That's number one. Yeah. That's also, number one. Also... He loves 90s R&B music. That is his wheelhouse. Not only what? does he love listening to it, he knows everything about it. So well, The minute you start to hate him yeah. and can't stand him, <laughs> he pulls you back in with that. So we decided to combine these two things to make Brad a little bit happier and the yes. 90s R&B. Yes. So throughout the morning this morning, Brad's going to do his updates with the 90s R&B music beds underneath. Oh, it's, the... a, it's a dream come true. It really is. <laughs> well, it's a dream come true. That's what we do here. We help you, your dreams come true. We tested one out yesterday. It sounded beautiful. So here we go again. And Vogue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pete, hit it. And Brad, take it away. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this is amazing. I mean, bust a move if you need to. Of course. I'll, yeah. I mean, it's just I'm just going to let the rhythm come to me as we go. All right. We'll start with... The NFL preseason week two kicked off last night. Jameis Winston looks ready to be in midseason form. 21 of 2,996 yards. Buccaneers beat the Jaguars 12 to 8. Here's head coach Dirk Cutter. Jameis was sharp. Other than one play, Jameis was, was extremely sharp. I think he was 21 out of 29. Uh, he, he, was, he was extremely sharp, but, you know, we, we have extremely high standards for him as he does for himself. Yeah, no diggity. On the other side, Blake Bortles and Chad Henney both struggled, leading Jags head coach Doug Barone to say the starting job is still being evaluated. Also last night, Jay Cutler made his Dolphins debut 3 of 6, 24 yards, and a 37, 31-7 loss to the Ravens. Now you're just throwing me off here. No joke, I just throw the slow stuff in there. You can't do that. Right. Wow, all right. Tyrod Taylor, couple of interceptions. Bills lost to the Eagles 20-16. Chris Long showed support for teammate Malcolm Jenkins in this one. Jenkins raises a fist over his head during the national anthem. Long, a Charlottesville native, stood with one hand on Jenkins' back, then a hug for him oh, when the song is over. For that. Yeah. 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 Close the door. <laughs> is this the karaoke version that you found here, Pete? Oh, this is <laughs> I feel like I'm in like an after-hours Thai restaurant right now. It's like 3 a.m. on a Thursday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's move to baseball, shall we? <laughs> One too many sake bombs, I guess. I don't know. Uh, from baseball, the Cardinals creeping closer to the first place Cubs. Hit hard to right field into the corner. Bam rounds third. He's headed home. The ball gets away from Frazier, and here comes DeYoung. He's going to score. Fowler's headed to third, and he is safe at third. Dexter Fowler has put the Cardinals on top here in the seventh inning. Cardinals Radio Network on that call. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 11 to 7. The Cardinals beat the Pirates. St. Louis just a game and a half behind the Cubs. Cubs hit six home runs 
actually erased an eight-run deficit at one point, but still lost to the Reds at Wrigley Field, 13-10. Yankees finished off a four-game sweep with the Mets, 7-5. Gary Sanchez had a home run, five RBIs. Yankees visit the Red Sox this weekend. Current Red Sox owner John Henry says he wants to change the name of Yawkey Way right outside Fenway Park, named after previous owner Tom Yawkey, who is a Hall of Famer, but Red Sox... We're the last team in baseball to integrate 12 years after Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. That was a nice way of putting it. He was a racist. <laughs> he's, he's in the Hall of Fame, but a racist. <laughs> but he has a lot of company. <laughs> yeah, of course. He's not the only one. That's all I got. All right. Brian. All right. Very good, hey. man. This, we're, we're, you guys are changing the way updates are going to be done across, That's what across the network. That's right. Yeah. Well. Might as well do it while it's still here, Brad, right? Because <laughs> that's what's next. That's true. <laughs> oh, now I don't want to say anything else. I just want to listen know. to the music. Don't do it. I was going to talk about Aaron Donald holding out, and we might get to that at some point, but I got a text message from a friend <laughs> Who said, did you hear the show before you this Mm-mm. morning? They were, have, to. they were having a discussion about umpires and switching to robot umpires. And I said, no, I was prepping for the show. I, yeah, I was on in the background, but didn't, right. didn't hear a lot of it. And he goes, well, go back and listen to some of the audio. And gave me a timestamp on it. Let me know what you think. So we did that, right? So on After Hours... There was a thought by the host that with these robot umpires, and we're not just talking about electronically deciding balls and strikes, mm-hmm. like when we have the conversation, that's what we're thinking of, you know, like sensor Sen- on the plate. Exactly. She thought that <laughs> robots, <laughs> actual <laughs> robots. C-3PO. Right, like the the maid in the Jetsons, right? right? <laughs> like that was going to be built and then put behind home plate, <laughs> which is quite possibly the funniest thought yeah. that I've heard in a long time and was having a full-blown robot umpire conversation, not facetiously, but, like, seriously. So we have some of, happen, folks. some of the audio here, if you'd like to hear it. This is uh, her talking about, you know, what happens with these plays at the plate. No, no, who makes the initial call? If there's a robot making calling balls and strikes behind the plate, is there just an umpire standing there? And what about check swings? Who determines check swings if there are balls or strikes? Is it the robot or is it the human? <laughs> I don't know. It's so confusing. Just say no to robots. And if there's a robot, oh, wow. if there's a robot behind home plate. Dang. All right, now, now we're going to ban the robots. We're banning everything <laughs> else. Why leave them out? Now, I mean, this... we have robo-cops, so I don't... Yeah. <laughs> we do. Oh, well. Now, listen, this this call here is the exchange between the host and the caller here could quite possibly be my favorite thing that's ever been broadcast here on CBS Sports Radio. So let's listen. Guy calls up. He doesn't like the idea of actual robots behind home plate either. He has to protest this idea, and boy, they're on the same page. Merle is in Akron. Merle, welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, Amy? Great. First timer. Boom. Hey, I had to call and tell you, there's no way in the world I want a robot behind the plate. But 
Wouldn't it be funny if you had one back there and the batter didn't like the call and started beating the hell out of it with the bat? <laughs> <laughs> or let's just say, let's say the batteries so ran it. out. What if the just batter... Off on the, off on the <laughs> robot and knock its head about, three foot, about 30 feet away or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about if the robot runs out of gas or, or his battery dies in the middle of a game? Or is he plugged in and somebody trips over the court? You know, I, I think in the old Lost in Space show where they unplugged the robot and his arms just went limp and he fell over, kind of. I mean, that's what happened to the 3PO when you turn him off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It, it would be... robot calling balls and strikes. I know. So I'm just thinking, you make one bad call and somebody doesn't like it, you just start beating the heck out of him with the bat. Yeah, that, that would be entertaining. I might pay to watch that or at least catch it after oh, they I'd pay to see that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yuck, 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 yuck. What CBS. Are... <laughs> <laughs> what if it runs out of gas? <laughs> that was hilarious. What if someone trips over the cord? <laughs> I'm not surprised, though, that that idea came from Merle. <laughs> <laughs> it runs out of gas? <laughs> oh, the battery runs out. <laughs> the battery? This is robot final place. <laughs> Oh, no. Better stop by O'Reilly. <laughs> you say one bad word, and I will throw you out of the game. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? What was oh. that? <laughs> there was also a snort in there from one of the... Oh. Someone laughing, I thought. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, AJ. I don't see no daggad robot. Coming after manufacturing jobs. Easy, nothing. Merle. Easy, Merle. Take it easy on the robots. <laughs> They cost a lot of money. <laughs> well, it was like to see you. you got to take a daggone bat to one of them robots and just smash them up. What about if the robot runs out of gas? Oh. <laughs> Please. I can't. I really can't believe it. As TLC said, don't go chasing waterfalls, all right? Oh, God, I can't breathe. That is, uh, uh, yeah. Oh. Mm. Uh. Uh. Man, I, I I really maybe it ha- you have to be after hours to even get the humor. Maybe. <laughs> but all this is done now for me is want to see an actual robot vine on play <laughs> and all these scenarios play out. And I kind of want to meet Merle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Merle. Brad, thanks for the Woo! time and the update, buddy. That was riveting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, as I wipe mm. the tears from my face. Yeah, that, that was a good one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and thank uh, you for those who pretty... listen and text me about such things. Yes, thank your friend. All right. And robots, we're going to save you, I promise you. We got your <laughs> Runs back. Runs Trust guess. me, I got your back, and we're going to get you some alternative fuels. let it. Trip up the cord. What does it take? What have you seen a cord on the, on the diamond? <laughs> what you seen a cord? <laughs> what are you going to plug it in? It's in the like a surge protector. Lay this little carpet over it, too. <laughs> tape, duct tape it. Uh, anything's got to be better than Angel Hernandez, right? <laughs> okay. All right, back to the thing I was originally going to talk about. So one of my favorite players in the NFL is a guy that I knew when he was in college because he was at Pitt when I was there, Aaron Donald. I was so bullish on him because I just thought he was the man. He didn't get as much attention because 
he was playing for Pitt, which is you know recognizable Division One school, but it's not a team that's perennially in the top twenty-five or anywhere near it where you're thinking, oh, this guy's going to get a ton of attention. So I would always advocate for him. I said, this guy's going to be a first-round draft choice. He's going to go to the Pro Bowl. He's done all of that and more. And there's many people out there that believe he's the best defensive player in the game right now. And he's holding out. He's due to make $1.8 million this year. And next year, it's about $6-plus million. And he wants a big new contract because he's the man. And it's gotten to the point now where, and sometimes you hear this stuff just because it's the thing that's going to get people talking about it or it's the thing that might get one side talking more seriously about it. But there are those who are close to Aaron Donald are saying that he's prepared to sit out the entire year because this is that important to him. He doesn't want to be one of these guys that suffers injury and isn't able to reap the benefits of hitting that big contract because he's been outperforming his rookie deal by like 50-fold. So if you're the Rams, and I understand you got a lot of guys you want to pay in that roster, but right now you don't have a lot of good players. And you don't want to make it so you're paying a defensive player like a quarterback and that changes your whole cap structure. But take care of the guy, will you? This is not something you need to be messing around with. He's still young. He's dominant. He's a hard worker. He's a good guy. He's never going to screw you. And he's never had a history injury either where he's been out for a long period of time. Take care of this damn guy and build around him and stop messing around. He's a superstar on the team. Todd Gurley is a superstar or could be a superstar if he had an offensive line that could open up just a a small hole uh, because he has that superstar potential. Aaron Donald is a superstar. He has earned it. He is one of the best players in the league. He's top ten. He may even be top five. Uh, This guy is so dominant. I think he has the second most sacks for a defensive tackle. Uh, in the league over his career. Now he's going into his fourth season. So normally, uh, after that third year, you don't see deals redone. But the Rams have actually done that. They did that with Tavon Austin. I believe they did it with uh, Robert Quinn. And J.J. Watt, that happened with his deal. He had a, he received a new six-year uh, deal after his third season in the league. Now the highest-paid players, Von Miller uh, and Damakong Su, they didn't uh, have a new deal uh, that soon, but those are the dominant players, or two of the dominant players. I'm putting Aaron Dom- Donald in there as well. This guy is a freak at that defensive tackle position. He's so strong. He, he, he's so violent with his hands and physical, and, and he's always getting to the quarterback. Uh, so he's an amazing player, and he should be treated as such. Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know his demands, but and maybe his agent is 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 going nuts with the things that he's asking for, but he doesn't seem like a guy who's going to take every last penny, at least from what I remember. So that makes me think that the Rams are are shortchanging him at this point. And there's, I guess there's a reason why certain organizations are stuck in neutral for decades. <clears throat> that seems what's going on right now with the now Los Angeles Rams. All right, coming up next, Derek Jeter's dream might be crushed. Coming right back. We've got Guns N' Roses tickets. Listen to Tiki and Tierney for your chance to win right here on CBS Sports Radio. You can always tweet us at G.O. and Jones, G.I.O. and Jones, if you want to get in touch with the show. And naturally, our Facebook page as well, G.O. and Jones. So Miami-Dade County is telling Derek Jeter and anybody else who will listen that even though that disgusting... Over the top, (laughs) sculpture in center field at Marlins Park 
even though that's there and Derek Jeter wants to get rid of it, that you can't. It will not be removed because it is art. (laughs) And even if you wanted to take it down, you can't. Yeah. All right? So back off this puke statue. Permanently installed? How is that? You can take anything down. Thank you. Anything. Anything can come down. That's a <laughs> that's a bullcrap excuse. They said even if you wanted to take it down, you can't because it's just it's it's there and it's, you can't even move it. We use gorilla glue. I mean, it's just permanent. demolish the thing. That's all you have to do. <laughs> Leave the robots alone and take a bat to that piece of monstrosity. <laughs> yeah, I get a crane and a wrecking ball, just bang, and then it's gone. Are you telling me that that thing can't be moved? It's art. Great. We can appreciate art, but I don't think you want that to be part of the, the playing field, even though it's not part of the playing field. It still just stands out. And Jerry Jones, AT&T Stadium, they got to have a ton of art. They're proud of all that art, but it's not taken away from what's happening on the field. Move it somewhere else in the stadium or put it right outside the stadium. Well, if they, you can't move it, then I guess well, you can't. Huh? Yeah, if you put it right outside the stadium, it makes a lot more sense. But I mean, put a drape over it. You'll be able. To, I mean, they're taking apart the old Kosciuszko Bridge here in New York. The who? The Kosciuszko Bridge. Kosciuszko. In <laughs> the Kosciuszko. Kosciuszko. Some people say it's pronounced Kosciuszko. I like to say Kosciuszko. I think that's. I think a I lot can of... say Kosciuszko. Kosciuszko. <laughs> Last one time. We're not in Seoul right now. (laughs) I am. (laughs) Kashuko. Kashuko. But. Kashuko. No, wait, hold on. The Kosciuszko is what I say. Right. Some people say the Kashusko. That's what it is. Kashusko. I can say Kashusko. But Kosciuszko, you can't say. No, I'm done. Kosciuszko. Kaskatusho. (laughs) Kaskahush. Koska Yusko. What is wrong with you? I have no idea. Quit asking me that, damn Can it. we get a robot co-host in here, please? <laughs> and make sure you fill them up with gas. Just say no to robots. Koska Yusko. Okay. Try to say I it. I believe you. No, now, you. now I can't move on from oh, this. damn. Because I need to hear you say it. <laughs> because I can't leave, girl, till you say you still love me. <laughs> it's one of these things now. It's in my. I need to hear you say. You, Damn, you he's so demanding. Say it right after me. <laughs> yes, sir. All you have to do is mimic. All right. Kaskiusko. Kaskiusko. Oh, close. I got it. Kaskiusko. 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 Oh! Hey! Coachable, baby. Take that. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Take that, Kushko. <laughs> <laughs> well, my point was right that they, where is this bridge we speak of? It it connects Brooklyn to Manhattan, and well, sort of. Right? No, it kind of goes. How many over. bridges connect Brooklyn to Manhattan? Because you have the Brooklyn Bridge. You have is there another bridge? Well, there's. Well, what is it? What does it really do there, Pete? Because I guess you go from Kosciuszko to Williamsburg, and Williamsburg really does Brooklyn to Manhattan. So it's like sort of. <laughs> Oh, you go over some body of water that's still in Brooklyn because you're still in Brooklyn when you go over the Kosciuszko, right? I can't. Your mic's not working again, Pete, for crying out loud. Damn thing. But anyway, all right. Testing, it, testing. A, there you go. You you can't. Yeah, because you can go off the bridge and go around it to get to, you know, where you have to go in Queens or where. where. Right. Okay. So it, it's it's. I call it the non-toll version of the uh, of a bridge connecting the city to. Queen. Right, it's free to go. <laughs> Old title, yeah, yeah. I'm going on that's the what I call it. Bridge connected, yeah. Because that's very easy to remember. 
That's that's what I like to call it. Koskiuszko is so hard to say. I call it the non-toll bridge version of the way you want to go to Queens or anywhere else. Exactly. That's my nickname for it. It's my pet name for the Koskiuszko. So anyway, all of this talk about the damn Koskiuszko bridge. But my point is they built a new one, right? Because the old one was all dilapidated, disgusting. And they built that one. They built a new one right next to it. And they have to get rid of the old one. But they can't demolish the old one like normal because it's too close to the new one. So they're doing a controlled demolition from the water. Okay? So you basically have cranes that are taking apart the old Kosciuszko Bridge piece by piece. Right. Like underwater, up over all of this stuff, and not touching a new bridge, and you can't get rid of that <laughs> stupid thing in Marlins Park. The hell out of here with that excuse! <laughs> all right, that was what I was trying okay, to get. Full to. circle, boy. That's yeah. what we do here. Yeah, brought it all the way back from New York to Florida. I ninety five all the way. If you are still with us, <laughs> those you who, want to learn about some more bridges. <laughs> yeah, the the listeners that made it through <laughs> our Koskiuszko conversation, you're welcome, and you're still here. And now it's time to talk about this uh, Cardinals rally. Cat. Dude, come on, get the cat back. The cat said, "Remember the lady lied. The lady at the stadium came, got the cat. The dude just gave up the cat. The dude who didn't know how to hold the cat. Wait, what? The that- dude that didn't know how to hold up the cat just gave the cat to some random lady at the stadium." Right. And then the cat got away again. Right. And now the cat's at a shelter. Right. And the Cardinals want the cat. They said the cat is ours. They said the cat is ours. We yes. want Rally. We'll, we'll take can, care of Rally. What I don't understand, though, is that they can get the cat eventually, can't they? Because it has to wait like a 10-day health period or something, and it's got to get its shots or There's whatever. a long list of uh, applicants for this cat. Oh, there are now. Yes. Oh, that's what it is. Right. Okay. And St. Louis is saying, this is our property. Cat showed up at our facility on our field. This is our cat. <laughs> so that's it. Mikey B., you and Leon, you cannot have a cat. That's what I was confused about. I'm glad you cleared that yeah. up because I thought that they took the cat back and then the Cardinals could end up having the cat after this 10-day grace period or no, whatever. No. But I guess other people want the yes, cat. Yes, the Cardinals are trying to claim the cat. They can't. That cat is free for now well, at just, the shelter. And I don't know why the Cardinals are still. I mean, give they it up. They want the cat, man. The cat was good luck. Oh, stop. Have you had a good luck cat before? I mean, my parents. I grew up around cats. There I like you go. I'm an animal person. I like cats. Right. I like dogs. Well, they sure. like this cat, except for the dude who was trying to take the cat off the field because <laughs> he didn't know how to hold the cat once again. <laughs> yeah, the pictures of this Lamont. guy. Yeah, the pictures of this guy and the, the cat is so pissed too. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you be? Cat was minding his own business at a baseball game. He has to be allergic or something because the way he was holding this thing and the cat's looking back at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop. Ever Stop held a this. cat before, dude? Yeah, and Fair now they're trying, to, they're trying to bully the shelter of the Cardinals. Yes. And they're saying this is unlike this is, the Cardinals. This is this our cat. But that's great that that one little kitty has so many people that would love to be its owner. Yeah. And maybe they could corral it unlike its previous owner if he even had one. Oh. Way to go, cat! You know you're what? In I, the driver's seat. You're in the you're in the rocket chair now, baby. You're gonna have a great life. You know what I would do what with the, it's, it is true. They've now. I mean this this cat. I mean this is this is a life. You're right. You set up for prosperity right. from here on out. It might even end up in the Biseglia household. You, it might even. We'd love it and be Leon's little brother. Let's not go back there to the lick fest. <laughs> but yeah. um, if if you're the person who gets the cat, 
the first thing you have to do, even if you love the cat, is you got to call the Cardinals and say how much. That's the first thing you got to do. If you're someone else who gets the cat, you got to call the Cardinals and say how much for the cat. Ah, you think? You're going to pimp the cat. Yeah, I think so. Man, boy. Mikey B says, I wouldn't. Okay. Yeah, so you, you have the, pimp the pussy cat. But you know that the Cardinals will take care of the cat. You know they desperately want the right. cat. They're a billion dollar organization. So what do you what, put what, a number what, on it? What price are you gonna put on the kitty? I mean, I'm starting at a hundred grand. You are oh wow. Starting at a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Listen. Cat got, pimp over here, man. Come why on. Why wouldn't you try that? No. Why wouldn't you? It's, you, know, you, lo- you want the you're cat not, for you're your not. own. You love the cat, and, and maybe the cat is more important than a significant chunk of change. Listen, a little kitten that you have for a day that an organization that you know will take care of it because they have to because they're in the public eye. You know that they want it that badly. You can go rescue another cat, and that could be your cat. You sell this cat for the top dollar to the organization. You've got the cat, hundred grand. Let's like go. The, the lady at the lodge and Lady Miserat selling Lizette, huh? Yes. Oh, we love her so much. How Same many thing. Franks? How many? How many? Yeah. <laughs> Same exact thing. Man, you are a pimp. Oh, you would do it. I would not. Yes, we love would. this kitty. You abandoned We're your love dog it and hug it in your for life. A very own. How much in your? Yeah, see, I know you. <laughs> I know that you're just playing Damn. the other side for the hell of it. I loved you, Hoya, but <laughs> you got to go. Right. Well, that's what you already did that in your real life for free. What? You I abandoned do your that. dog. I'm going to see my baby today. <laughs> I still you, love Hoya. the fact that because your dog lives with your estranged wife down in Florida, mm-hmm. that you book these flights for two things, and neither one of them are to see the wife. It's the weather, <laughs> and it's the dog. That's why you go down the, the pool and the dog. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, the pool yeah, and the yeah. dog. I'm sorry. The pool. I, I, man, come on. I go down, see everybody. Oh, do you? Yes. <laughs> All-encompassing trip. Okay. Come on. Sure you do. All right. Coming up next, Michael Bennett. You going to pimp something else? I might, yeah. depending on the situation. Give I'm standing by my thought. Give you a pimp name. You know what? That's IG. That's not bad. (laughs) Gio and Jones coming right back. CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.